Hey! What's going on? A couple funny things I want to bring you. First of all, my, if you're just tuning in, Donna gave us a tip at 1041 mm, that was ill-researched, I'd say. Well, I read the headline that said following death. I didn't see the word threat. So I this made to, a mistake of this, gargantuan proportion. It really was. She was essentially saying Mexican avocados could kill you. That was a <laughs> gross misreading of the headline. I'm that sorry. is not true. My mom sends uh. me a picture, apparently listening on the live stream Hi, while grocery shopping in Pennsylvania, <laughs> and says, takes a picture of the avocados in her cart and said, Thanks, Donna, for almost ruining my shopping trip. Sorry. Fake news. Sorry, Jane. Wonder how many people put their avocados back as they listened live. Um, but I'm not lying when I say they are very expensive. I mean, when you go to get an avocado I, and it's well, yeah. like, oh, two for five, really? Really? I'm going to cut this thing open, eat half of it, and the other half is going to have to, you know, go in the garbage because it's going to turn brown before I ever get to it. Now, Rocco Once went you start and brought up family like Steve, and then it won't be a problem. Yeah, we go through stuff all the time. It's amazing. People, you know, you know the amount of times that I have been questioned in a checkout line if we really meant to have that many bananas. <laughs> I was just going to say I've had two bananas on my counter for like four days, and I'm like, these are going to go bad, so I have to freeze them. I got to tell you, if you have six people in your family and everyone enjoys a banana and you have a banana a day, that's 42 in a week. Wow. So that's that's like wow. you're grabbing like six bushels maybe, banana. Maybe that's the tree you should have planted in your yard. Hey, Donna. Hey, what? How are those trees doing, by the we way? We don't know. We won't know until spring. Well, but I they... live on bad land and multiple trees have already died and been flooded with water. Those are ones that I paid a lot of money for through a professional landscaper. It's been a, an expensive pain train. However, the trees that I got for little money and planted myself so far are doing okay, but this we will find out this summer, and I'm prepared to be beaten down. Okay. Rocco mentioned the Spider-Man No Way Home uh, director, who formerly worked for The Onion. So I go to theonion.com just to see the satirical news online newspaper. Every article is a total joke. And so I want to see what they have. I haven't been on this website in years. Warning signs a COVID testing site might be a scam. It kind of reads like a top 10 list, okay? Okay. The test administrators keep muttering, sucker, under their breath. Can I get a a rim shot, please, Rocco? Do we have a rim shot? uh, Yeah. Wow. Warning signs that your COVID testing site might be a scam. They allow an upgrade to, quote, guaranteed negative for an extra $49.99. Wait, is Max Weinberg here? Warning signs (laughs) that your COVID testing site might be a scam. There's just a guy inside eating a hoagie who tells you if you have COVID by looking at you. Hit it, Dave Grohl. <laughs> Their sign says corn cob instead of COVID testing. That <laughs> <laughs> one was Tommy Lee. <laughs> and that wasn't drumsticks that he was using. Warning signs that your COVID testing site might be a scam. They guarantee results in two to three years. Warning signs. They have a giant sign out front that reads, Not a scam. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you need that one that just goes, Pip. Uh, 
That one. Yeah, that yeah, that's my favorite that's my one. We're workshopping things today. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm just in a giggly mood. Warning signs that your COVID testing site might be a scam. This from the Onion. They make you lower yourself into the testing vat. <laughs> in a picture of like a big bright tank from a from a, a brewing house, like a beer distributor. <laughs> Warning signs that your COVID testing site might be a scam. Your test results were sent from the email address realcompany1337 at hotmail.com. <laughs> the nasal swab was just some chopsticks wrapped in a napkin. <laughs> Guys, maybe you need to see the pictures too. <laughs> maybe. Warning signs that your, that your COVID testing site might be a scam. They insist on using an MRI machine. <laughs> You don't need to use that. It's not that invasive. <clears throat> Are there more? Please no. <laughs> Warning signs that your COVID testing site might be a scam. When you ask for the results, they run giggling out of the room. <laughs> oh, man. I have some actual useful news. All right. I'll keep scanning. <laughs> the Oscars. Ever heard of them? Yes. They haven't had a host since 2019 until now. And we're going to have three hosts this year. We have got Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. They're going to emcee the 2022 Oscars. Thoughts? I think it's good. I like that. Okay. Um, I'm not familiar with like Regina Hall's work quite as much as I am Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes, who I know deliver the funny all the time. Um, I think this will be good. You know, Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes in particular, to sort of hone in on them for a moment, what I like about them is they have a Ricky Gervais vibe to me of yes. we don't give a flying yes. frick about it. You're right. And we're going to, you know, hopefully loosen things up and bust some people's chops. I like it when it plays half like a roast. Me too. You know? Yeah, me too. Okay, great. <laughs> great. All right, go ahead. I went to another headline on The Onion. Uh, worst things that can be told to you on Valentine's Day. And one of them is a picture of a mom looking at a girl and says, well, I could set you up with my son. He's a huge loser, too. <laughs> I have a family member who's big into The Onion. I never was. Oh, really? Yeah. What was the name of the, uh, was it Mad Magazine, Rocco? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was also into that magazine, too. Oh, yeah. With Alfred, what's his face? Faye Newman. That guy on the cover. Yeah. Uh, that was always available at the dentist office. Where really? I went. really? Yeah. And then you could probably do, like, word mazes. That sounds like a that. dentist, 11-11. Had highlights as well. You remember highlights Oh, magazine. highlights was good. That was fun. Goofus and Gallant. Mm. That one guy was the good boy who did the things right, and then the gallant <laughs> goofus was the one who did things poorly. Oh, interesting! That's our um, our boss's cat's name is Goofus. Oh, I think Goofus she's may have into, passed. Oh, she's Sorry. big into Highlights magazine. I, your dentist really had Mad Magazine. That's a cool dentist. That's my memory. Now I could be Brian Williamsing this. Oh, that could be. Maybe I read Mad at the pharmacy. I don't know in the magazine aisle. Another headline on The Onion reads, News in brief, Jello recipe repeatedly suggests one could mix cremated loved ones into gelatin mold. <laughs> I didn't write it. Just right. reporting it. Steve wants to do an onion hour on the yeah. show. Oh, my gosh. I it's think been we're a while. Mix that. The top tens are pretty good.
Ew, David. Donna. Okay. I'm pretty sure I'm wearing a pajama shirt. <laughs> Rocco, what do you yeah, say? Oh, get... it's soft and cottony or whatever. It's, it's, it's nice. very I like don't... I'm going to sleep. You know what, though? We live in the days of athleisure wear. You're fine. You're Thanks. Just, you're laid back. Thanks, Rocco. Um, yeah. It's... All right, we're going to go. Just get comfy. Thanks. Bye. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> um, when we come back, though, oh, look, we've got the ad result um, meter ratings for the Super Bowl commercials. We'll tell you about that. We'll tell you what in your life is dirtier than your toilet, because that's always good to know. Uh, those stories, according to a new study, when we come right back on my talk. Oh, you know, I love being a dad, but between work work and kid work, it can be a little difficult to get a workout in. Well, Steve, I've got great news for you and all the other parents out there. The Y offers free child care with a family or dual membership. What? Yeah, you work out while your kids do fun activities and make new friends. Join the Y by February 28th and get $10 enrollment with 25% off dues through April. Join at ymcanorth.org. You said it, Donna. I'm on it. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. And don't forget about the inaugural My Talk Awards presented by David with First Equity and Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. We're going to be handing out talkies. Two winners in a whole bunch of different categories. I think there's 15 categories, actually. Yeah. But you can vote right now on the nominees who you think should win by going to mytalk1071.com. Use that keyword rewards. And then in the 8 o'clock hour of the week of February 21st through the 25th, we'll, uh, we'll be announcing those winners. When will we be told? Don't worry about it. Who's got to show up where? What's our day? Well, I'm out a couple of those days, so you guys can handle it. Thank you. Only one of them, right? You're out of the 21. Yes, yeah. Don't say a couple. Don't round up. Fine. You're out this Friday, too. I am. It is the, um, what will be a uh, highly emotional and perhaps even contentious reunion. Steve Patterson and Elizabeth Reese, my former television co-host. She will join me on Friday That's for the Donna so and Steve show. You guys are going to have the best time. It's going to be a good time. DJ Rock Lobster, are you going to be here, bro? I'm not taking any time off until uh, March 17th. Then I'm gone for a week. Oh, oh nice. Really? Yeah. Where are St. Patty's Day. Yeah, I'm going to be going into somewhere warm and Mexico? sunny. Puerto Rico. Nice. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Been there. It's fun. Oh, Super that is fun. really cool. I'm going to. Yeah, we'll do something. Yeah, I'm so going to hit this button I'm right hit now. a button. Are you guys cool button. with that? Hit it. Okay. Studies have shown that... Studies medical- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. I'm going to fly through these studies because okay. we actually have a breaking story to get to. So I will just tell you that... Your car has more germs than your toilet. FYI, this is a study out of the UK that says the average person's vehicle has significantly more bacterial contamination than the average toilet seat. I don't know why a toilet seat would have bacteria. Well, it's Donna, just like your legs sitting on it. Yeah, but then there's the spray up, the oh, flush, there's ew. plopping. I mean, how could you not plopping. think? Plopping. I'm just saying, I just did a deep dive on norovirus. That is a place where there can be quite a <laughs> lot of germs. Let's okay. not ever say deep dive when we're talking about toilets. Yeah, Sorry. or plopping. <laughs> well, no. I wish, I'm 
I didn't know what to say that you were thinking, how could a toilet seat be dirty? Well, I guess I'm thinking of the seat. I mean, your body is Guys pee on it all the time. Yeah, you guys are disgusting. Can I just wow? Oh, wow. Didn't expect to get slapped with sexism this morning, but here it is. It's really a situation. Why is it so hard just to look at the toilet before you walk out? You're right. We should wipe if you get it on. First of all, you should lift up the seat. And and then you should also check the floor. Thank you. Because there could be splatter. Correct. Anyway. Um, so what they did was they swabbed the cars all over and they found the highest concentration of bacteria. Bacteria <laughs> are typically in the trunk. Really? Followed by the driver's seat, the gear stick, the back seat, the dashboard. I'm not even hearing what about steering, the steering wheel. wheel. Right. They had the lowest amounts of bacteria of all the areas that they swabbed in this particular study. And that's because people are using more hand sanitizer during the pandemic, which makes total sense. So there's your first study. Wow, that's something. Do Um, we really have breaking news that we're getting to? Sort of. It's kind of icky news, but it's out there. It's uh, kind of right up my talk's. Allie about Prince Andrew settling out of court. Settled. Uh, in, and I can't remember her, her last name is Jufri, G I U F F R E. I don't, I've never known how to say it. Jufera? Jufri, Jeffrey, Jufri. Anyways, he, that trial, uh, that's part of the, you know, obviously the Epstein, Jelaine Maxwell thing. Right. And the trial is being uh, settled uh, out of court. He's making. Uh, a donation, I believe, to her, a charity of her choice, hmm. and maybe to her. We should look into the details on that. But Okay, but that's the headline right now. Wanted to pass oh. that along. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm sure Colleen and Bradley are going to delve deep into that, knowing them. Hmm. Because they've covered that story pretty, pretty significantly on their show. Sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the di- the amount of money has not been disclosed. Okay. Hmm. Bye. Uh, he's yeah, lucky he's, he's not going to jail. Oh, well, he's a prince, or at least he used to be. 
Um, he says uh, Prince Andrew intends to make a substantial donation to her charity in support of victims' rights. Prince Andrew has never intended to malign her character, and he accepts that she has suffered both as an established victim of abuse and as a result of unfair public attacks, the letter says. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Good. Do you want another study? <laughs> we can we do another study, or I can tell you a show news. that I, as I was just going to peep, or page six, trying to like track down a little more about this story, I saw um, Lamara Odom, Yeah, which then reminded me that when last week, randomly channel surfing, I saw Celebrity Big Brother. Lamar Odom's in it, I believe. Oh, my gosh. This show, hear me now. I want to watch it. Oh, my gosh. It is my worst nightmare of how to live life because they're all dressed up. They're all, you know, it's just this whole, like, they vote somebody off at the end of the show, and then they all have to stay there. They don't get to contact their family. You know how I hate the idea of sleepovers, adult sleepovers? It's that. Yeah. Never ending. And it just keeps going. And going, and then each time somebody gets voted off, then you're all standing around, dressed up, posturing, you're plotting, you're doing all this as there are just real-life conversations happening. It just strikes me as my worst nightmare. When I watched it, I thought, I would hate to be on Big Brother. Yeah, and it's also a little cutthroat. Sure. So I don't think that's your jam. Yeah, but more than anything, it's the... We're all dressed up sort of auditioning. It just feels like a long audition. And it's an endless adult sleepover. Yeah. Oh, no. Lord in heaven. Yeah. It's a bunch of people basically verboing it like one does, like you do with your family, but with a bunch of strangers. Yeah. Is um, Julie Chen Moonves yes, hosting? Yes, still oh, hosting. Wow. Okay. Yes. Nice. Rocco, are you into Big Brother? No. I have a friend who even would watch the after hours online because they keep those cameras oh, yeah. running all the time. I could watch right now, I think. I think you can. I think if you go to like CBS.com, yeah. I believe. Oh, I just used Bing to try to get there. That's never going to happen. We gotta go. Oh, Bing. Don't even get me started on Bing. What's up with Bing? (laughs) You think the Bing people are walking around high-fiving each other like, we did it. That was great. (laughs) As we hoped. Hey, uh, who saw the biggest increase in Spotify after halftime? Tell you next. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Just to bring it full circle, the Big Brother feed is now closed. They say the oh. Big Brother house is closed. I don't know if that means the season ended, I guess. I don't know. Just when I was going to try to peek in at these people. Celebrity Big Brother, the house is closed. That's all I know. Okay. Thank you, Donna. I wasn't going to watch it anyway, but it's good to know. Chris Kattan was on last week. Oh. Um, Carson Kressley, I believe Lamar Odom, I think. That sounds right. I don't... I never catch it. I kind of want to just accidentally catch it, but I stream it took me being so in much. A, yeah, you stream so much at home. You have to get outside of what your normal thing is, and it was being at a hotel, which is the only time you channel surf anymore. When you don't have access to the streaming services and the TV just has a guide, and then you're just going up trying to find something. I found that 
process. I mentioned this last week to be sort of refresh, refreshing to just go, you know, oh, let's go up a channel. What's there up a channel? What's there? Sort of fun. Not having a full understanding of what's going to be on when you turn the channel next. It's a lost art. It really is. It's kind of like you talking about your trip to New York and you're in the hotel and you're just hitting the up button or the down button. Right. And you're it's, just like, what is it? What's it going to be? You have no idea. And it's then like you just, spinning a wheel. And then I started going back and forth where I was like, oh, look, I'll watch this for a little bit. I bet they're out of commercial now. Let's go back. Channel surfing. It was fun. Not a lot of channel surfing during halftime of the Super Bowl. There were 101 million people who watched the Super Bowl, an 8% increase from last year. Uh, it was the biggest television audience in the last two years. That being said, it was not the most watched Super Bowl of all time, which I thought it would be. That still, I believe, is a record held by the 2015 Super Bowl. That being said, saw a lot of love for the halftime show on social media Sunday night and Monday, especially for people who were sort of children of the the 90s, even 80s and 90s. It, it hit like it was a it was a a Gen X show is what they are saying. I yeah. thought like it was a millennial show. Others are saying it was a Gen X show. Whatever it is, a lot of people were vibing out. Uh, it was a 12-minute halftime show, and you had five different acts, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, actually six because 50 Cent was there, Kendrick Lamar, and Eminem. The, let's see here, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, their song, Next Episode, la da 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 saw a more than 270% increase wow. in streams on Spotify. Amazing. The 1999 track, Still Dre, saw an increase of 245%. Who do you think the big winner was? Which act of Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, and 50 Cent, Who's do you think saw the biggest stream increase on Spotify? I would say either Eminem or Mary J. Blige. I'm going to go Snoop. Oh, one of you is half right, but only because you submitted two. Okay, so I am an M. Incorrect. Oh, Mary J. Mary J. Blige saw an increase of 520%. Good for her. For her song, No More Drama. I heard Carson Daly, one of my close friends, he works for the Today Show. Mm-hmm. And I, I've never met him. And he this morning said, if you've ever seen Mary J. perform live in person, every song that she sings... You think someone just told her, hey, this is going to be the last song that you're ever going to be able to sing. I have to say, I remember seeing her. I don't know if it was a Grammys performance, but the song, she was, she emotes so much. Yes. She was like sweating and on her hands and knees, banging the floor, like begging, you know, the the lyrics, you know what I mean? Like, right. she's just, oh, please, no more. It was so good, and I was like, wow, that might be the best performance I've ever seen. When I went to the Grammys in 07... Oh, oh, oh hang on, hang on. Award show drop. <laughs> she was uh, one of the big winners that night and had and performed, and wow. That's probably yeah. what I'm thinking of, is that performance. I think she was wearing like all white, Yeah, if I'm not but mistaken. But has it been solved? I feel like one song she was lip I felt like she was lip-syncing Family Affair, but not... That what's the song in the next one? No more drama. Yes. No more drama. And then I feel like Eminem was lip syncing. Am I wrong? See, I didn't think that any of the rappers were huh. lip syncing, and I was so taken by right out of the gates when Snoop Dogg came out 
and started doing his verse, I just thought, wow, this sounds really good for a rap. So good that you would think, are they lip syncing? But usually there are pretty big tells when they're lip syncing. But with rappers too, they have so many little asides that they do, filler words, different things that they were all... Yeah, like, come on! Yes, they were all oh. either crushing it, stop, Donna, or, <laughs> or uh, they just weren't lip syncing. Put it, your hands together! Oh, boy. <laughs> Are you our ride? <laughs> it was it was just so good. The audio quality, the visual quality was so good. In fact, I don't know if you saw any videos from the halftime show. There was one, oh goodness, on Instagram. I think it was on Sports Center's Instagram, perhaps. And it showed 50 Cent getting ready. So they have this house set up where there are these multiple houses outstretched across the football field. That was the set for the halftime show. In about 15 seconds before uh, uh, 50 Cent is about to start surprise cameoing with Into Club, you see him just walk out, and the audience doesn't really realize who it is. And then you see him grab this like chin up bar, grabs it with his hands, falls back, flips his legs up over it. Oh, sweet. And then he's hanging there for probably only about five seconds before he starts, you know, go short. Hit it, Donna. Uh, no, I, I'll pass. Thank you, though. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you. I want to go back and watch it again. They also were joking about how there were, it seemed like there was a conversation of, all right, so we're going to do Mary J wears white and then all the guys in black, and then Snoop Dogg just says, now blue. No, well, okay, but we'll have a, we'll, Mary J will be in white, and she'll really pop out, and then all of the guys will be in black, and Snoop Dogg just said, now nah, blue. Because you have Eminem in black, Dre in black, Kendrick Lamar in black, 50 Cent when he gets up on top for their big final thing, we're all standing together, he's in black. Snoop Dogg in blue. I loved Snoop Dogg's outfit. I thought it looked so cool. It just he just had that Snoop Dogg it's funny. swagger that I was, was just like it just laughing because he looks like a cartoon character. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, look at the tracksuit. It's so funny. I think my mom had the same one. There was a rumored appearance of a <laughs> I'm gonna bypass that okay. uh, of a Tupac hologram. Uh that never, of course, happened. Um, but remember, there was that Tupac hologram way back at Coachella years ago. Right. Yeah, and they play because everybody was like, "Well, they're gonna do California Love," which was a Dre and Tupac song, yep. and they did, but Tupac did not appear, which is I think everybody was happy with, right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm a sucker for holograms. A lot of people don't like it. I like a hologram. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen a hologram of Prince when Justin Timberlake did the halftime show in Minnesota a few years ago. And I, even, I think they showed like an emblem of Prince. I forget what they showed, but I think they everybody showed, was up in arms saying, Prince would have hated that. Did they show, remember at the at Prince's halftime show when he did the guitar silhouette against the big sheet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. looked phallic. Sorry, Steve. Hey. Um, I, I believe Timberla- Timberlake did an homage to that at the U.S. Bank. Mm-hmm. Did you like my use of homage yes nice, you gotta say it like that shout oh, out to homage. tony in france <laughs> <laughs> so merci for listening the uh the the set list that they had for that 12 minute halftime show man they got 10 songs in 12 minutes it went next episode dre and snoop california love with dre into club by 50 cent surprise then family affair and no more drama by mary j blige then mad city by kendrick lamar then a little bit of all right by kendrick lamar and then forgot about dre with Eminem, I didn't hear. I don't feel like I heard that. Then lose yourself, and then still Dre at the end when Dre came out started playing the piano, yeah, that's which good. I thought was really slick. I I did. It was it was one of my 
I enjoyed that halftime show just about as much as I've ever enjoyed a halftime show. Oh, that's great. And it was but, aimed right at people your age. Dead center. You what, a teenager? Well, I would have been late teen. Yep. Yeah, okay. but this was high school and early college music for me, and so I knew it all. And as I told you, that comedian John Christ was joking yesterday, Donna, mm-hmm. growing up a Christian kid, too, that we were only ever able to listen to the ed- edited versions of those anyway, so we were like, yeah, mother sucker. Yeah, that's right. what we say. So I know funny. the lyrics. I know. I'm not as big a prude as you, Steve, but I like the edited versions better. I don't need. Yeah, I don't want to hear that, and especially yeah. not during the Super Bowl. And that was Anderson Pack playing drums. Yes. I don't know if you noticed yeah. for Eminem, which is super cool. That was like a, that was a cool super group kind of experience. Bron Bron LeBron James said it was the greatest halftime show I've ever seen. That's great. I have friends who said that too. Then I have another friend who was like, "What? What? Oh, do they even have new albums coming out?" Like, he was right. Basically, I think Mary J does, but that's about it, right? Yeah, I think like, you're right. A lot of people were like, "Oh, Kendrick must have a new release coming out." But well, and Snoop just bought a, you know a record label. Yeah. So that's like you know he's trying to get his name, you know, in the forefront there. But he was like, you know, my niece who's probably 18 doesn't know who any of these people are. And I'm like, that doesn't matter because she's not the one buying the Ford truck. Yeah. You know? It, you just can't. You No halftime show will ever satisfy it because here's the interesting thing. You have a global audience. So you have every demographic watching the Super Bowl. And the halftime show is usually only going to hit one of those demographics, which is why a musical act could go out and crush. It could be, uh, you know, the Rolling Stones, but half the audience is going to be like, who? Right. Is that the guy from Moves Like Jagger? Right, right. Because right, right. everybody watches, but the act is usually just for one or two generations. Yeah, I think they just have to switch it up every switch year. It up. Yeah, I mean, because if you think about it, they've gone from like Tom Petty to uh, Paul McCartney to Maroon Five to you know Bruno. Like, yeah, Bruno Mars. Keep us Missy guessing, Elliot. I... Yeah. yeah. All the teens and tweens I was with on Sunday said they liked the weekend best. Oh, sure, because that's right there for them. That's current, modern day. Mm-hmm. Right. They listen to them on the radio. You know, in the moment, as it was happening in real time, I think I'm clearly the minority here. I said I would have liked to have seen Missy Elliott come out oh, instead of Mary so J. Blige, because Mary J. went singing. I like that it was all rap, but I think maybe I need to go back and watch it one more time. Um, just to to see it, because you know there was chatter in the house, and we were all reacting to it. But I want to watch it one more time, uninterrupted, because uh, clearly tons of people have had so much love for Mary J. Blige, fifty one, crushing it. Yeah, and looking amazing. <sighs> when we return, and we will. There is a uh, <laughs> there's a, if you like cats, and you love the movie Titanic, and you aren't a big Kate Winslet fan. What a talk about a really particular audience I've just painted there. I have something to tell you about that I think you're going to really enjoy watching. I'll tell you about it when we return. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. We're back. back Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Don't forget, you can check out our listener rewards this month. You could enter to win a complete line of Poor Moi Climate Smart Skincare for all four seasons and all the places that you might travel. Plus, we've got Willow's Coffee, Nothing Bunt Cake Cakes, gift cards, and more. Everything up for grabs can be found on our Listener Rewards. See it on the app, which you should already have downloaded on your smart device, or at the website, mytalk1071.com. 
Do you like cats? Yes. The musical? Do, okay. Oh, no, no, that was terrible. Do you like felines, I should say? Yeah, I'm really intrigued by those those coon, main coon cats. Those are those big ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mina, likey. Those things look like they could maul you. I think they're sweet. I think they're gentle giants. And also, the ragdoll has just been named the most popular cat breed. Quick shout out to Raggedy Ann. <laughs> So, and then they brought Raggedy Andy in. It was a whole thing. Mm. Glad that toys have developed over time. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, you like cats. Do you like the movie Titanic? It's a classic. Yes, love great story. Movie. Love the song. Oh, so good. If you combine that with a disdain, hard as it would be to imagine, for Kate Winslet, have I got the thing for you? Oh, yeah? You can go to avclub.com today. They have a story about this. Um, <laughs> there is a YouTube channel. I guess, called Owl Kitty. And they are editing wizards because what they have done is put out a trailer for the movie Titanic with a Cat. (laughs) And instead of Kate Winslet, she is replaced in the trailer just with a cat. Oh, my god! So it's just Leonardo DiCaprio really loving the cat. That's hilarious. These are the same visionary (laughs) editors who gave us classics like Jurassic Park, but with a cat. (laughs) And a John Wick remix called When Your Cat is a Trained Assassin. This is funny. Titanic with a Cat has been released in honor of this year's Valentine's uh, Day. That's what they they put it it out for that. Um, Lizzie the Cat is in the lead role. And he even draws a picture of her. It's not even... (laughs) It's not even the editing. It's the special effects. Like, how... How'd they get Kate out? How'd they switch him out? Yeah, it's... Switch him out. Yeah. It's very impressive. That's cute. I love it. Isn't that fun? Print. Thank you. I also saw this story that I liked. I have a... This is crazy about the prices, right? I just realized this. Bob Barker was the host of The Price is Right from 1972, the show's debut, all the way until 2007, which means he was the host for 35 years. Drew Carey has already been the host for 15 years. (gasps) Really? Almost half the time that Barker was. What? Let me think about this, which means... I started watching The Price is Right probably in, like, 1990, which means Bob Barker had been in it for 18 years. What? It's, like, similar. Like You know what I'm saying? Yes. That kind of time up. I remember the brown-haired Bob Barker before he went white. Yeah, Mm -hmm. me too. Me too. By the way, I always like to say Pluto TV has an entire Price is Right channel. You can watch Price is Right from the 80s, like, all day long. Really? Yes, I often do it. Rocco, do you read? I sometimes do. I read a little bit of the Tommy Lee biography, Tommy Land, last night. You're pretty. You're doing a deep dive on Tommy Lee. I'm trying. Right now. You know, okay. Yeah. There's a Bob Barker memoir that I read years ago. Okay. So good, really enjoyable. If you like The Price Is Right, you might dig it. It was it's a fun probably book. a bit whitewashed because he had kind of some nasty. Oh, I'm sure allegations against him from the uh, the models from the beauties. Yes, oh, uh, yeah, I'm sure it was. You're right. Dang, I know. But I it's fun behind that. the scenes stuff. If you 
compartmentalized. Oh, I I didn't touch the wheel. I've seen the wheel. I've seen the wheel. When I interned at the Late Show with Craig Ferguson, if you had to go down to the kitchen, you would pass backstage of The Price is Right, and the wheel was just there, just there, off on its own, in a hallway. And when I was on in the audience for The Price is Right, golly, it was so crazy. As Bob Barker came out, there was almost, this is weird, but there was almost a little like dissonance, a negative feeling of seeing it happen, because it was like, so this is it. This is where it's made. Like we were just outside, you know, you just got typical California right across the corner and you're used to seeing Bob Barker in your television set in your living room. And when you see the lights, the camera, the action, there was almost, it almost breaks the illusion a little bit. Yeah, Thank you for I get me that out. when like Rocco, you had mentioned that you were at the Grammy Awards. Mm-hmm. I've been to a couple of Grammy Awards too. And when you're there, and seeing how the sets are changed out and things like that, or or how small everything is, same yes. thing. Like it takes away the the bigness of yeah. it, and you're like, oh, it's just this. Like at SNL, you're like, oh my god, this is like the smallest auditorium I've ever SNL? been. Or yeah, did you, quick. did you watch a show? Or did you I went tour? to a rehearsal. Oh, I oh, can yeah. only get tickets to a rehearsal, and that Who's was like host? in the '80s. The host was. Shoot, I don't remember, but I remember Stevie Nicks was the musical Ooh, guest. I can probably oh. look that up. And it was like the Tim, Eddie Murphy, Tim, oh, what was his name? Tiny Tim. His name was Tim something. Tim, Tim Meadows? It was like Joe Piscopo, Tim Meadows, yeah. No, not Tim Meadows. No, before Tim Meadows. Yeah, I thought Tim Meadows Long, might have been a little later. Yeah. But it was fun. It was good. But it's like, oh, look over here now. Look over there now. Here's why I bring up Wouldn't the prices, right? December yeah, we don't of 83? Uh, maybe. Yes. Who was the host? Uh, I'm looking it up. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Stevie Boy would have been just a couple weeks old. I'm just... Donna, that's my truth. That's not meant as an age diss. Flip Wilson? <laughs> Probably no right. Wonder. Yeah, he's, that's funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. So you saw Stevie Nicks do the rehearsal and everything? Yeah, and she was nervous. She even said, like, uh, I'm really oh, wow. nervous. That's interesting. So I've been to. I was. I saw David Letterman once. I saw Craig Kilborn once. That's how neat. about you, Steve? Have you been to a live taping? I did the Price is Right. I did the Meredith Vieira show, and I did the Late Show with David Letterman. And I uh, just so happened to get front row seats for that. Mm. And then when he came out, and they said, "Anybody want to ask a question?" I got to ask a question. Only like two or three people do. He said, "All right, hello, sir. What's your name?" I said, "I'm Steve." Steve, what do you do for a living? And then, like an idiot, I said, um, "I host an entertainment show." And then Letterman looked off to the side. The crowd laughed, and he said, we should all beat this guy up. <laughs> and then he said, all right, what's your question? And I said, well, I just got snowed in. I'm, I'm staying here an extra night, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. Could you get me a pizza? And he's like, uh, and I forget. He said some joke. Everybody laughs. And then he turns to a producer and makes like a shoveling. The producer gives him like a shoveling motion, like spoon to mouth, spoon to mouth, spoon to mouth. Mm-hmm. And Letterman just nods. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to bring me a pizza at the end of the monologue. I know it. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. It doesn't happen, but a guy had come out during the sketch and just started shoveling in front of David Letterman's feet and then said, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll continue shoveling for 20 bucks." Letterman hands him a 20 The guy runs off. He handed me, at the end of the monologue on TV, that snow shovel and said, now go get your own dinner. 
Oh, funny. And then the stagehands were like, hey, we can keep that and give you give you it after the show if you want to fly home with it. And I was like, you guys can keep it. Uh, so that's, if I if I were able to track down that episode on the new Dave Letterman YouTube channel, we might see you get a You shot might, in. but I think that's all from his days doing late night. Mm. Not, but yeah, Deborah Messing was the guest, so I do believe. No, CBS. Okay. But the YouTube is his NBC stuff. I see. Good stories, everybody. Yeah. Steve didn't even get to his. I didn't even get to my prices. Yeah. The reason I brought it up doesn't really matter. We yeah, talked about better stuff anyway. That's right. All Don't right. forget, give blood like Rocco. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Not okay. today. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye.